Hey, this is Dr. Darwin. Are you looking for some mentorship, some accountability, some help with getting all of this application and getting into dental school and getting into residency and then just your life as a new dentist? Look, I'm having monthly, twice a month, live coaching sessions and office hours so we can talk about all of that. I don't want you to struggle with the application process. I don't want you to struggle uh, with getting ready for interviews. I don't want you to struggle about what list of schools and programs to apply to. We talk about all of that in our group, our monthly group called Dr. Darwin On Demand. Dr. Darwin On Demand. Check it out down below here. And then also, if you're interested and you want to get that help so you don't have to struggle anymore, so that you can get some mentorship, some accountability, and some help. Hit this link right here. Hit that link right there so we can get you signed up and enrolled today. Today. Your future starts today. And I'm here to help you. This is Dr. Darwin. And join my members-only community called Dr. Darwin On Demand. Look forward to seeing you soon, okay? Now back to this episode. Enjoy. Have you ever thought about becoming a dental entrepreneur with an idea that you have that you want to share in dentistry? Stay tuned as we talk to a doc who is a dental supplier and a product supplier in dentistry. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Dr. Darwin, the new dentist coach with another episode of Ask Dr. Darwin on the new dentist podcast show. You learn and and we talk about getting into dental school, surviving dental school, getting into residency and surviving that, and then life as a new dentist and also careers in dentistry. Be sure to subscribe right down here at my, on my YouTube channel, Dr. Darwin Speaks, as I will be, be releasing uh, new videos every week. And we want to make sure that you're notified when those videos are released as well. All right. So today we're going to be continuing in my series of careers in dentistry, and we're going to talk about um, a, a, a portion of dentistry, or I should, I should say a, a, a segment or a career in dentistry, or I should say really a part of dentistry that we all need as dentists as far as being able to do our craft chairside, and that's supplies and products. So we're joined today with the CEO of Haywood uh, Hayward Dental Products, Dr. James Lingon. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to see you, sir. You're looking great yourself. You make those 20 years look like 20 days. Hey, <laughs> there you go, man. There you go. So please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about who you are and, and, um, and your, your origins as well. Oh, yes, indeed. I'm just uh, one of those cats uh, that, you know, I'm not going to say I came up the hard way, but um, I came up definitely uh, via uh, a few scrapes and bruises. I was born in a, a little town in Louisiana called Alexandria, Louisiana, and I spent my formative years in Chicago, Illinois. I did my undergrad at um, LSU, 
Then I matriculated to uh, Howard's uh, Dental School in Washington, D.C. I graduated in 1996, and I went on and uh, obtained a master's in health services administration from Webster University. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, like, I always ask everyone the same question when we get started. Um, why dentistry for you? What, 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 uh, what was appealing about dentistry that you wanted it to make it your career, your profession? <laughs> you know, um, I feel relaxed enough to tell you this and, you know, your audience. So I'm just going to, you know, just uh, be as honest and as truthful as I possibly can and just, you know, let my hair down and kick back. I chose dentistry because I wanted to be in what they call the sit in, fr the sit in front of the church crew. You know, um, my last name, Lagan, sounds pretty cool. So I figured, hey, putting DR in front of, in front of it sounded, you know, pretty good, Dr. Lagan. And I grew up, you know, um, basically at the tail end of the civil rights movement. And it was impressed upon me that we really need to go into professions and do things to uplift ourselves and uplift our community and basically build things and enrich the lives of others. And, you know, on a less serious note, I love working with my hands. When I was little, I used to always, you know, take apart this uh, device or that device, you know, toaster, blender, see how it worked, worked on model cars. Um, I did have that component where, of course, I wanted to um, help people as well. And in addition to that, I always had the creative side. So I look as uh, dentistry as a way to help others express my uh, form of creativity. And of course, you know, you can't uh, rule out the, the monetary uh, rewards of dentistry as well. So to me, that was a heck of a triangle to build a foundation upon or reasons for it choosing dentistry. I got you. I got you. So let's dive into a little bit about this dental products uh, company that you created because um, for many of us in, in, in dentistry, yes, we depend on the products, but it's not necessarily a pathway for, for people to take. So tell us a little bit more about how, how you got into the dental supply business. Well, um, at one time, like my last year at Howard, I was really contemplating going to law school, but I was looking at the amount of student debt that I would incur additionally to having um, uh, dental school debt. And I considered, you know, uh, strongly obtaining my master's in healthcare administration, health services administration. And after I obtained that degree, I thought, you know, naive, from, from a naive standpoint that I was going to be able to get a quote unquote lofty executive position at some HMO, you know, reviewing cases or reimbursement or doing something like that. And that, that opportunity just didn't exist for me, even when I, you know, procured my, uh, my master's degree. So I started thinking and uh, really trying to come up with some way in which that I could utilize my degree in health services administration as well as being a dentist and it just you know divine intuition it just popped up in my head you know and i um also knew a gentleman um that i uh, used to come and repair our supplies when i practiced for uh, uh the uh, texas prison system 
and I showed him a uh, an app patent application that I tried to uh, procure or um, for lack of better words, yeah, procure when I was in dental school, and he had showed it to another dentist that he uh, knew, and that dentist uh, was so um, um, impressed with uh, with with my design, he wanted to meet with me to develop the product that he wanted. And I met with him. And basically that product was very similar to the endosponge that goes in the endosponge ring. So I met with him, he gave me the specifications. I went old school, when I say old school, I mean I went out um, in my garage, got my band saw, uh, did everything to the measurements that he quoted me. I found a phone manufacturer here in Texas where I reside, well, here in Houston, where I reside. And from that point on, it's just been a snowball effect, you know, snowball effect. So, it's, so it kind of started with the, the concept for endo ring or endo sponge and, and yes. just kind of blossomed. It blossomed, exactly. Blossomed it, it blossomed from there. Um, I uh, like the fact that it was a well a low tech product, but of course among endodontists it was very very high in demand. The profit margins on uh, that product were pretty good, so it was a very um, good foray to get in, into it. Another um, thing that did help me was that I, I uh, practiced in San Antonio for a little while, and I got to send a shout out to my mentor, um, uh, Dr. Daryl Mays who really, really helped me get my license and really uh, helped me get off to a good start when I started my dental career in San Antonio. But he also directed me, and this has been a strong uh, passion of mine of always giving back. While I was in San Antonio, after I got my license initially, I did some volunteer work at a dental clinic in San Antonio called Ella Austin, and uh, another um, clinic called uh, San, San Antonio Christian Dental. And I met a gentleman there uh, who had been in, in dentistry for a very long time, a Dr. Tucker. And he had a son who was an attorney. And he had developed some dental products, I think for like uh, fixed, uh, fixed pros. And um, he was impressed with what I was trying to do. So he enlisted the help of his son to basically show me how to start an LLC. He, he said, James, I'm not going to do it for you but I'm gonna at least show you how to develop the LLC. And we also did that. Now, one bump in the road that we did have, and you know, I have to put this out there because when you're a little guy, the big guys are always watching and they're just waiting for an opportunity to you know, blow you out of the sky or shoot you down. Uh, Jordco, the company who manufactures the endo ring, they you know, took, took heed to what I was doing and uh, tried to you know, shut me down. Um, fortunately, my, uh, the gentleman that I just mentioned, uh, who had the son, who was the attorney was able to negotiate a settlement or quote unquote truce or gentleman, gentleman's agreement with Jordco, but basically allowing me to still produce my version of the insert, but I had to not have it be exactly like theirs and I couldn't refer to their product in my sales, and I had to change my color. I was advised by my friend's uh, son, like I said, who was an attorney, that it wasn't so much a patent infringement 
but it was what they call a trade dress. You remember to come into America when they had, you know, McDowell's, you know, the, the arches and stuff. Well, he said it's basically like that. When you have the same color and a lot of similarity, you, they'll stand a much greater chance on nailing you on that as opposed to just having a triangular foam insert. So he was able to negotiate a, uh, in agreement with them and also show me how to formulate the business in a way in which it would be considered a business and I could deal with suppliers and move forward from that point. What, so what do you like best about having this as probably, is, is, is this your primary uh, business at, at the time? Are you doing dentistry as well? Yeah, well, um, I was doing dentistry until June the 2nd. I have to be honest, because of COVID-19 and the place where I was, I was practicing for a place that uh, deals with uh, U.S. Marshals and, and um, immigration detainees, um, our PPE was not to the level at which I think that it should have been. And when I look at publications such as this and see that this is the new reality in dentistry, I don't know, you know, this, this is going to yep. be saying, but, but, you yep, know, we this, got it. this, this is the uh, new reality of the industry. I really did um, a gut check and uh, decided to go all out with my dental supply business and some other more uh, consumer based products that relate to oral uh, care. So, so tell us a little bit what you like most about, about the fact that you've got this, dental uh, supply uh, company as well. I like being the guy that just really thinks outside of the box. Um, I put on, you know, my little special LSU, you really can't even see it, my, my special LSU rugby um, scrub because um, when I was an undergrad, I read a book called Careful Boy and it spoke of the injustices uh, that um, people who look like us um, endured in South Africa. And I wanted to meet as many uh, South Africans, particularly white South Africans, and tell them about the atrocities of the apartheid system. And I've always dedicated myself in doing things that many folks who don't look like me do so that I can inspire other folks that do look like me to do those things and also show mainstream uh, society that we, we, can do th we can do things as well. That, that, that they do traditionally. I just pulled up, uh, we're looking at your website here at uh, Hayward Dental Products, LLC. This is the uh, website here. If you guys can check it out, waywarddental.com. We can see um, the introduction. We've got shop by category. Um, uh, and we can see the, uh, the endo sponge. I think this is yes. you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's 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 our you know that's our baby. That's our first you know product right above the endo sponge. You also see something that we take pride in doing that you really can't find anywhere else. I um as a hobby, it's kind of blossomed to into you know a semi-profession. I um perform CNC and laser engraving, and we basically have the ability to take an office's logo. This is a logo of a uh, dental um, office in the uh, Houston area and convert it into an acrylic LED light. 
Okay. We also have that ability, yes, we also have that ability to also uh, take that logo and put it into a, um, a wood medium as well. So that's something that even the big boys like Darby and Henry Shine, they don't do, at least right now. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm, I'm going to put my order in for one of these for my logo because I, I like that. That's nice. Thanks. 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 That's awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, putting putting this business together, I know you've had some challenges as well. Tell, tell us a little bit about um, some of the challenges that that come with being uh, one of, of uh, many dental products companies, but also maybe one that is solely owned by uh, an African-American pr proprietor? You know, once again, I'm going to let my hair down and, and tell you the, the, um, the wholehearted, you know, heartfelt truth about this. Um, you know, it's a little bit of capital, but it's, you know, um, it's been a little uh, issue with capital for some of the larger projects that I would like to do. But really not even that. It's been very, very hard to reach out to practitioners, particularly practitioners who look like me, to get them to quote unquote buy into what I'm doing. Um, I um, have tried to reach out and to, to classmates that I went to at Howard, um, people from other schools, and it seems as though they have a hard time wrapping their head around the fact that, hey, you're in the profession doing dentistry, but you're also doing this, you know? And I've been to some events and I've had people ask me, you know, and, and I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't really be, have, have been so offended, but almost in a sarcastic tone as you're doing dentistry and doing this. And I'm like, yeah, what's, you know, wrong with it? I know people who are on the lecture circuit that still, you know, go in Monday morning and, and they practice. And I know, you know, one or two people that, you know, do uh, the same thing that I'm doing. So, um, and it was really disheartening to even have some into some individuals that I worked for uh, while I was in dental school and even um, outside practicing, when I went to them and showed them what I was trying to do, they didn't want to buy into the products. And, and I can understand that. I mean, it's, it's personal preference, but I was really kind of saddened by the fact that I wasn't even given a good uh, sending off or good, not sending off, given uh, a good riddance or given, you know, um, um, some affirmation like, hey, uh, James, you, what you're doing um, is good and keep it up. I can honestly say when I, I did meet with a patent attorney uh, one time when I was developing a product, it was a sister, and she sat me down and she says, you know, um, this is really not, you know, probably the best place for you because I deal with more um, technical uh, devices, but I just want to take my hat off to you and tell you, hey, I applaud what you're doing, and please keep it up because there there aren't that many people, you know, doing uh, what what you're doing. So when I hear that positive affirmation from that one person, it does undo the um, words that I get from quote unquote my brethren and sisterin that um, are not in line with what I'm doing. But I can honestly say that because of the consciousness that we're um, experiencing right now in lieu of you know, the, the um, um, events that have occurred, I have been getting more and more people uh, who look like me to at least consider and give positive affirmation. But when I started this in 2004 and 2005, 
I mean, it was an uphill battle. People said, hey, man, this is not going to work. You're crazy. You know, you need to just keep on just just doing dentistry 40 hours um, a week and just leave it at that. And I uh, saw a vision that, hey, you know, um, it's, it's, it's more to it than that. Plus, I like the fact of being able to take what I know in dentistry and think outside of the box and take it to another level and have my own creativity. And that, that has allowed me to formulate some of my own products. Right. Your own products and your own products company. Uh, yes. You created that as well, because I think that's important to, to know. And I commend you from our years of when we uh, first met uh, over 20 years ago. And uh, I remember the level of enthusiasm and excitement you had about uh, this idea for the company. And here it is up and running. And especially at a time now where uh, it's, it's important to support one another um, exactly. and also um, support people that are, are bringing value to the profession uh, exactly. as well. Which leads me to um, a last question about projects and things that you're currently working on. Can you share a little bit about yes. uh, some projects you're working on now? Yes, well, if I could, let me digress and just show you some of my, our, our most po uh, popular products, at least three or four of our most popular products. And then I will go on to um, what I'm working on right now and what's in for the future. Of course, this, this is our, our endo you know, ring uh, holder and our popular inserts. We also have the micro brush applicators. These are, these are all things that, that, that are on the website. Um, we have the, the aspirators, the, the, you know, the, the micro tip aspirators as well. Um, spatulas. You know, all of this. Um, and we have also, this is a product that is very popular for people who are using the aligners in traditional ortho. It basically has micro pulse vibration that base that really helps with discomfort during um, orthodontic tooth movement. This is one of our new popular sellers. And what I've been able to do is take this device and have some instructions and have a case and basically take it to where it's just sold as a device, which is what many um, entities are doing and actually have it as a kit per se that is more patient friendly. Right now, um, we forayed into the um, consumer demand and I've developed the packaging and, and everything behind an oil pulling product and our toothbrush. And this is our, our um, our personal line is called Aura True. If you, and it's just so weird. I didn't research, and I feel bad for not researching the name Aura True. I was just brainstorming, and I came up with the name because these products they're designed for millennials. And I know millennials. Hey, don't don't get mad at me when I say this. They're a little narcissistic. So I uh, devised the name Aura True and the tagline Truly Natural, Truly You because I figured that something like that would resonate with that particular population. I also found out later on after I came up with the name Or True, though, that it does have an African etiology. It's uh, basically a form of orating um, one's history 
um, through conversation. So that just goes to show, man, I mean, it was a tie-in that I wasn't even cognizant of until after the fact, you know, that was very, 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 very beautiful. And I take pride in the fact, you know, I'm a little narcissistic myself. I take pride in the fact that it took me about two years to find the proper uh, manufacturer for our toothbrush and for me to develop the packaging. I um, developed uh, the packaging that would um, appeal to a market that is concerned about natural dental care. It's also concerned about the environment and is willing to, not a, well, for lack of better words, take a chance on the non-traditional route. I don't know if you're familiar with oil pulling. Um, doc, oil pulling, it is a little controversial in our circles, but it is gaining traction um, because more and more uh, people are, uh, uh, more and more practitioners are understanding that their patients are doing oil pulling. And basically all it is, is basically taking, in this case, um, a mixture of coconut oil and peppermint oil in the mouth and swishing and swirling between five minutes and 20 minutes. And after that time period, expectorating that uh, fluid, which is basically our saliva intermixed with the oil. It goes back uh, over uh, three, well, between three to 5,000 years on uh, Ayurvedic medicine. And there are a lot of proponents of it. It's considered a form of uh, detox. I stay in my lane and say there's basically a form of oral detox. And there's been research on uh, the act of oil pulling in dental, uh, dental schools in India, Nigeria, and I think even China. One can go to PubMed and just simply um, enter oil pulling and get a litany of research that has been uh, presented about it. And one um, thing that I tell the naysayers about you know, the oil pulling is at the very least, there's been, there has been uh, studies that have shown that coconut oil does kill streptococcus mutans. And of course, we all know what streptococcus mutans is and, and the damage that it does. And that, like I said, that's, that, that has been um, established. Also, dental schools have found, um, outside of the country though, but there are uh, the dental schools, they found that plaque uh, levels have been reduced after oil pulling for as few as seven days. So it's gaining traction. Um, more research is needed in the, in, in the US for it to become more mainstream, but there is a large following of people, even in this country, that are big proponents of oil pulling. Um, my uh, bamboo brush, I um, really like the fact that you can't see it here, but if, if you go online, if you purchase one, you would definitely see it. The bristles are contoured. The bristles are not flat. They're contoured to the surfaces of your teeth because your teeth are not flat. So it was just to uh, me a good adjunct or a good complementary product to my oil pulling product. I hope to have a um, toothpaste manufactured within the next two years that should have ingredients such as neem and black seed oil and um, other um, entities that are beneficial to one's body. But I had to start with these because the barrier of entry was less uh, in terms of bringing these products in as opposed to a toothpaste. When you you're trying to get a toothpaste formulated, the minimum is 20,000 tubes, and you have to find, you know, companies that are really, uh, that are uh, ready to distribute those products from, from a jump. And 
I've had difficulties there. But I have been able to make you know some headway with these products, selling them on my websites. They also are on uh, the portal We Buy Black as well. Um, in the Houston area, I do have some dentists. Um, I'm sorry, no, some um, some um, stores that actually carry these uh, uh, products. So traction, traction is it definitely is gaining there. Um, let me show you this, which we just got in working on packaging for this. This this is what I'm so very proud of. Can you see it? Yep. It's my Black Lives Matter toothbrush. Gotcha. You know. So I really have big, you know, aspirations of with this. Um, it's just, you know, really, really good to be able to take one's knowledge and passion of a profession and culminate or devise devices, products that are not out there. Yeah, yeah. And it's helpful that you're bringing these types of products to the market and um, being able to, to display them and offer them to, to all the practitioners. Well, man, I, I tell you, thanks so much. Appreciate you taking the time to tell us a little bit, uh, uh, catch us up and tell us a little bit about your business and your efforts and your new projects and products that you're working on. For those of you listening and watching, hopefully this has been helpful to you. Um, please, for the comments for today, right down here, shoot me an email at newdentistcoach at gmail.com. Let me know what did you like best about what you learned today uh, on this episode and how it has uh, maybe influenced you to do something that you have a concept for and bring that concept into fruition. Tell us a little bit more about what you liked about that. And uh, please check out this next video right here. Check out this video. Hopefully this is helpful. Doc, thanks so much. Hey, with Dana Products. Thanks. thanks so much. And uh, we'll, we'll keep your, we'll uh, stay in touch. Thanks. Yes, and, and and my they can do you know something similar to this. I'm very open with uh, sharing my trials and tribulations on, and whatever information that I can give. I you know necessarily don't want a direct competitor, but uh, still, first of all, there's always room for one more. And I look at the bigger picture. Uh, um, iron sharpens iron. So if someone comes into a business that's similar to mine, it may not always be um, just pure competition. It can be synergistic. Yeah, and I definitely believe in synergy. Thank you for the opportunity for me to showcase my products and everything. You're welcome. What's the best way for people to get in contact with you? If they have yes, uh, yes. My uh, email address is best. Um, it's it's pretty simple. It's basically Hey Dent LLC. It's H E Y D E N T LLC at yahoo.com. Hey Dent LLC at yahoo.com. We got it. Thanks so much, Doc, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you. Take care. There you go. Hope you guys liked that one. That was a good one. Hey, be sure to write me a comment below. Let me know how you like the episode and any other episodes or topics you want to hear. Shoot me an email at newdentistcoats at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Dr. Darwin Speaks, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.